0: Welcome. It is a brand new episode of Pop Cannon. This is episode 76. We are your hosts. My name is Jordan. I'm Robert. And I'm Sarah. The fact of the matter is, we need to talk about Stranger Things, season 4.
1: Volumes 1 and 2.
0: Right now we are going to dive headfirst. Spoilers are gonna be abound. I just
1: wanted Overall to do like, I wanted thoughts. to just jump right into a spoiler, just like after you said that. Just like, all right. So when Eddie Munson died, all right.
0: <laughs> Initial thoughts on the season as a whole. I thought it was very engaging, gripping television with incredible performances, really impressive musical montages throughout. Um, I really think this season brought it back to the roots of season one. And in my opinion, it's the best season of television since that. So, Sarah, what did you think?
2: Yeah, so overall, um, I definitely really enjoyed uh, this season. Um, Do some criticisms. Obviously, nothing is perfect. Um, but like kind of what you said, it really brought me back to what I loved in the first season of Stranger Things. It made like watching the entirety of season four made me want to go start back from the beginning. Everything just kind of like starting to like click together. And it really just set like an undercurrent for like all of the previous seasons. Um, I think the acting was really good. I think there are a few scenes in particular, and I know people have been Talking about them, um, you know, critically in articles and stuff like that on social media. Um, and, you know, maybe it's like the maturity of the actors because there was kind of a gap before this long-awaited season. But mm-hmm. um, overall, I was really, really impressed and was kind of a little bit sad that I, like, binged it so quickly because then it was over.
1: <laughs> well, that's the issue all the time. <laughs> yeah,
2: Exactly. <laughs> How about you, Robert?
1: So I'm not as warm to the season as it seems like either of you are. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. I just, for me, there's so many things that I was just like, but why that kind of outweigh it? I mean, there are awesome moments, awesome use of music, like you guys said, Um, some real transformative stuff happens to some of the characters and i think that's what probably makes this season the most compelling is getting a lot more depth out of some of them but there's a few things that i just have like gripes with but overall good like it's not i don't think it's a bad season of the show like i'm not as upset about this season as I am the one uh, that took that whole episode to devote to her sister that we never saw again. Um, Including in this season where you would assume maybe possibly you'd see her because of these, the the level of flashback that we're going for here, but no, thankfully maybe they just want to forget about it too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think we all should. I think we should all take a beat and just appreciate that they took the time to do that in a previous season not this season (laughs) yeah because i really felt that this season was paced really really well we could get into uh, the runtime a little bit later because of the length of some of these episodes felt like you were watching an avengers film
1: where significantly less stuff is happening than in an avengers film
0: i still feel like this season was structured very well It was strong. It felt like each episode raised the stakes enough to get you excited for the next one. Mm -hmm. I feel like the Duffer brothers succeeded wildly with that this season.
2: Yeah, I feel like if you look at every um, season as one part of the entire plot line, I definitely feel like... Like the momentum has like really, really built the entirety of the season. And then we're going to kind of get that like crash in the the next and final Mm -hmm. season. So I I think it did a really good job setting it up for season five, which has been confirmed to be the last. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that the next season kind of has that same momentum with a solid finish.
1: I think I think that might be one of my bigger issues with it is that this felt like a lot of rising action and not there. Not that there wasn't Mm -hmm. any sort of but everything seems like all of the stuff that's going to happen has been pushed and this was all set up and it kept feeling like that in every episode. And then when it had the break, I was like, okay, when we come back, it's going to like we're going to start hammering some stuff home and then that first episode of volume two is all set up Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was like the biggest thing after i watched it i was like dude this was how long it was like an hour and a half the first one yeah Yeah. and like like we didn't have a a thing yet and i was just like oh my god so you said about the, the the pacing of it and i don't think that there was an issue with the pacing of it i think that there again I mean, Stranger Things has always done in groups, you have the characters and we go back and forth, but this season felt like there are probably too, too many groups to be following. And it felt like we never got, despite the runtime for all of these episodes, never got the full story with each group. We had to keep leaving to go to somebody else. It really frustrated me specifically when we left the group that was looking for and then looking after eddie right we left them we went to two other groups we came back nothing had happened in their time frame yet like nothing had changed but we came back to them and then it left off kind of similarly before we left them again and i was like why are we doing this
0: i think enough time had passed but it wasn't as much as you were hoping. Yeah, because like, it, I wanted to get length to, like, the next... of these episodes, they had yeah. more freedom to just be like, oh, yeah, just leave that scene in. We're leaving everything mm-hmm. in. We're yeah. not cutting anything. Yeah. I know, so I just... understand the frustration, but then you also don't want to focus 20 minutes sitting here watching them do similar right, right, things. Right, mm-hmm.
1: It just, like, I don't know, it just felt like we had to go to too many places because we had... And at certain point we had Lucas was in his own thing and then we're going to fucking Russia Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know, it just was like, we're so far over the place that it's, I feel like it's really hard to tell a story when you have all of these characters in different places and you can only give probably 10 minutes, a chunk to go around. It's like, If we squeeze the groups down a little bit and maybe kind of put some more of them together, we could give everybody more time. Because like we were saying before we started recording, how many scenes was Jonathan in this season? (laughs) Yeah. And he was like such... And you forget how integral a character that was early on. Yeah. And now it's like he's relegated to like I guess the straight guy in the the goofy duo and they're the back burner of the back burner story you know? Yeah.
2: No I agree there, there definitely seemed to be a lot more characters in like focus this mm-hmm. time around but yeah. at the same time characters who are just kind of there and you're like well why are you there? Yeah. So it's like okay without Jonathan you wouldn't really have Argyle so you you wouldn't have their wheels. So okay, like he sets up that part. Right. You know, really besides like this one, you know, conversation that he has with Will, he he doesn't seem all that integral other than like maybe for people to reship um Steve and Nancy because mm-hmm.
0: That was literally it's, what I was thinking.
2: Cuz like we have I don't know what it is about these like teenage boys lying to their girlfriends about college acceptance. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: That's funny. It's a trope.
2: It is a trope, but it's just like, I don't, I don't know. So, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see if like next season, cause I know everybody's been saying, cause like Will is another one who's been kind of like put on the back burner mm-hmm. and everybody keeps like, Theorizing that he's going to play a bigger part um, in season five, which would be nice because he's just kind of like there, you know, he adds a little bit of tension between, you know, with the the L and Mike dynamic. But really, he's just kind of like sitting there with like his sad, depressed puppy Mm. dog eyes in this painting that he's carrying around everywhere (laughs) that miraculously didn't get destroyed by gunfire. No. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yo i will tell you what though like his performance blew me away this season like he really he was good in the other seasons mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but for whatever reason yeah this stuff that agree. he got this season he really got to sink his teeth into
2: i think like i said earlier i think a lot of like the actors really stepped up like um I thought you know this is kind of going into one of the other groups and not to like jump too much like Stranger Things did this season, but like um like Sadie Sink like her acting I thought was so good.
1: Yeah, she she had the most to do,
2: and like this right like you know season one was really focused on Will even though he wasn't in it like he was missing where then this season really put there was so much burden on her character and I think that she really carried a lot
1: she did she literally made like what happened with her and we kind of get to see a little bit more of her backstory at a certain point that part literally made my wife cry (laughs) (laughs) a lot happened in that and I was like looking at her like
2: this season even though like Elle went To go, like, re-get her powers, like, she kind of went (laughs) back. It just, it felt like she wasn't, she definitely wasn't the focus, because she really didn't, like, do much. So I mean, I think everybody else stepped up their game. Like, everybody, at least, who was left in Hawkins.
0: Yeah, and I think that was done by design to spotlight other people. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, throughout television, you'll focus in on, like, those other characters mm-hmm. like we got a lot more out of lucas this year yeah and i thought like caleb mclaughlin like he was great yeah again like he was someone else who his performance blew me away especially in the end there like that oh final my god yeah
3: him.
0: yeah um really really good stuff but robert we were talking a little bit before part two you were saying that you feel like 11 is the show yeah and so this season she really took a backseat to everything and to be completely honest i couldn't care less about any of that stuff as it was going on upon with reflection what, i understand why they did it with what was structurally going on with her. and from like a narrative standpoint yeah. like i get why they're doing yeah. that but as you're watching it as an audience member you're like this is not what I want to see Eleven doing. I don't mm-hmm. want to see her walking around in a hospital gown dude. with a shaved head. Like, I don't want to see any of that.
1: And the yeah. fucking, dude, the fucking <laughs> CG to make her look like a child was horrendous.
2: It was so odd. It looked wonky.
1: The uncanny wonky. valley of that was just like, because it's clearly doctored. Like, you know that that's not a real person, but you know it looks so much like her. It was just, Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't like any of that. I didn't like. I don't like Eleven having to go get her groove back, like, the hard way. And I. How many fucking scenes is this show going to start off with your eyes opening POV Brenner sitting there? Like, how many? How many? It was so frustrating to have to do that again. Yeah. So frustrating. Like, I get having to tie her to number one or henry or beckner or whatever the fuck you want to call him i get needing to tie her to that and all that stuff i just don't know if taking her out to the desert and making her have to sit there and listen to fucking brenner talk about nothing again
3: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: like monologuing about fucking endless bullshit it just sounded like bureaucratic nonsense like i don't know what the fuck he's talking about and i don't care i don't care yeah I'm just so sick of seeing her in a fucking isolation tank by herself. I'm just like, oh my god, let this fucking kid act with the other kids. That's what made last season so special was Eleven blossoming as a human being. Yeah. And then we had to cut it all back again and it was just like it's the Superman thing. They kept calling her a superhero over and over again and it seems like the only thing that anybody can do with Superman is to take his power away and that's the only way that they can tell a story. As opposed to letting her exist with it and trying to figure it out that way
0: yeah no yeah. absolutely and it feels like the character regressed in so many ways and it's mm-hmm. just boring and repetitive watching the same thing and it's like yeah we watched all of this in season one dude mm-hmm. and then we had
1: to rewatch that same fucking scene in the rainbow room play out how many times this season? Yeah. Over and over. And every time, like the first three times, like no new information is available. (laughs) And then once we, like suddenly there's a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And it's like, did we need these episodes to be that long?
2: Yeah. Were there things
1: we could have taken away from?
2: I feel like those, like there could have been a lot of stuff kind of cut out and just to make it maybe a little bit more streamlined. I don't know obviously what their thought process was with that. Cuz it goes to my other just,
1: complaint. We're having to cut away from characters that we like and need to see.
2: The ones yeah, to, that are more invested to go in to watch the scene.
1: 11 learn how to do the things that we know that she's going to fucking know how to do. <laughs> like yeah. it just seemed like such a a punt. Well, and
2: then there was that whole debate about like oh is she ready she's not ready we're not forcing her to be here that just seemed like it didn't go anywhere because in the end pretty much everybody fucking died that was at the secret underground thingy in the middle of the desert and oh well she's going back anyway
1: and dude how long I think Brenner may have the longest on screen death I've ever witnessed He got shot in the chest. Like, it looked like it was a heart shot. It was Mm -hmm. close. It was close. It was in the chest. And he's writhing around in the sand. Then he unlocks the thing. And then he has a whole other speech for, where, like, are we supposed to feel sorry for him?
2: I feel nothing for him. And then we even got more
1: time looking at his dead carcass as the camera spun above him. And I was like, were we supposed to care that he's dead? Because it didn't, if, if I was supposed to be like, Oh, my God. No, nope, I was
2: like, serves him right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm so glad to not ever have to see that motherfucker again. Yeah.
2: yeah. And just hope that there's no more flashbacks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literally. It just felt so drawn out.
1: Yes. Sarah earlier had mentioned certain characters that we may not have even needed. Right. You were saying something along those lines. I'm assuming you're talking about the jock guy who buys a gun.
2: I feel I got so irrationally angry every single time that guy and like, okay, what like. What was his name? I, I don't even fucking remember. Jason. Probably like or Chad something. or something. like <laughs> Does
0: it matter? Yeah.
2: No. Well, it's just. But a, it's just, yeah. you know, they're alluding to like the satanic panic and okay, whatever, his girlfriend died, but it's like. I just I got so irrationally angry every time there was like a scene involving him and then like the obviously the influence the jocks were having on Lucas, I was just Mm -hmm. like, Jesus Christ Lucas. Jason. Jason. That's what I
1: thought. Yeah. It was Um, Jason Carver. But it's just like the thing so the thing I don't like about it is like I get I know that it gives Lucas somewhere to be
2: in mm -hmm. the story.
1: But I think you can do all of Lucas's stuff without having that guy. They don't need to have that fist fight in that house. That was like the most unnecessarily egregious moment in the show. Like he showed up with a fucking gun. Like, where are we?
2: Right. Or like the guys who because like, um, like Erica is supposed to be like 12 or 13 Mm -hmm, or something mm -hmm. like that. It's like, so what's the other kid going to do? beat up a freaking like 13 (laughs) year old old? (laughs) old. yeah it's like wow you're you're real big and tough you're so cool beating up a little girl
3: and it's like in a playground
1: it's not even like i dislike the character because you're obviously supposed to dislike the character i'm literally like completely unnecessary to the story
2: yeah i I don't
1: think he added anything to it lucas could have got there emotionally Without having to go through any of that.
3: Yeah. He could have just
1: been chastised by the jocks and we could have heard about it. Yeah. And that could have been enough to be like, oh, man, I feel bad for him because we already know and like Lucas.
2: (laughs) Right. And I don't even think you necessarily like needed him to be this like antagonist Mm -hmm. type of Mm -hmm. thing, because I'm like, you could have had like a town's worth of people like. You could have done something more maybe with the police who just seemed to disappear and not really give that much of a shit that there's all these strange murders or how or like I'm thinking I just remember re-remembered that like meeting that they had yeah, where it's like, oh, now what? You're forming a lynch mob basically like against somebody who you don't even know who did it. Yeah. And how hard like how hard are you actually looking for him if he's able to run around Hawkins and like
0: A fucking Michael Myers a mask. Mike Myers ma- <laughs>
2: right? Like
0: I mean it was certainly frustrating. Um, however I do feel like that character, they needed him to hunt you know, Eddie in the beginning and set up, but it just felt so forced. Like mm-hmm. it just felt like here's your antagonist that mm-hmm. you're supposed to dislike, and then same thing with Eleven's bully. Like here's mm-hmm. the girl that's like picking on Eleven and who's being Dude, real mean to her. Yeah, that character
1: was over the top.
0: But like both of them felt that way because like they escalated to situations that just felt so yeah. unnatural.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like why would any of that happen?
1: Yeah. Why would Eleven attack somebody? with mm-hmm. a fucking roller skate. Like
2: Well, yeah, I guess so she can go off on her own, but that could like it, I feel like you could have done that and I don't know. It's to make her feel weak, to show that okay, she doesn't have her superpowers, but it's just like that both of those parts, like both of those um like bully characters kind of check me out of it a little bit just I think just for the fact that mm-hmm. they they don't seem real. And I mean maybe it's yeah. just because I'm lucky and I didn't go to school with people who were that horrible no, I think they're
1: they're like those are caricatures yeah of people. And, like, there's no way and maybe
2: I haven't watched enough like 80s films to be like is that some kind of I mean I'm sure it's a trope yeah, it's I gotta mean, be yeah. mean, I mean I've the, seen the sitcoms but but like
1: yeah it felt like it, the, the speech that Jason gives is just like, the most over the top fucking thing <laughs> that I was just like, what the fuck is happening
0: yeah. right now? Yeah. And like for all of those adults to sit there and not be like, go home, son. Yeah. Like, dude, right. It was the eighties.
1: I'm surprised yeah. not one of them stood up and went, Hey, shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> yeah. You stupid kid.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: You're going to tell like, us what to do.
0: <laughs> it just seems like Hawkins as a town should be a little more,
2: you Smart. know, self-aware.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That shit happens here. <laughs> like when he was going on about the Hellfire Club and then when one person, when Erica stepped mm-hmm. up and she was like, no, it's it's, it's so just stupid. a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> club. Like, why did no one just be like, oh, yeah, I believe the 12 year old girl.
2: Right. They're they just a bunch of nerds. Some of them look like, like they're 40. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It was weird. It was so So weird. So like
0: that stuff frustrated me. Yeah. 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 And
1: that's the thing. It's like if we had more time with. I don't know. The Vecna stuff. (laughs) As weird as that sounds like the end of volume one, that last episode where Vecna is like explaining his whole story. And it's like that weird montage of him falling and all of that stuff. Really weird. I felt like. Felt like kind of out of place for this show. Maybe I don't know if that felt incongruence with other things that have happened in this show, but yeah. also I don't, I still don't know how I feel about connecting him overarching to the, to all of the bad stuff that has happened. I still don't know, especially with like the Demogorgons. That was like a real, like they kind of explained it and just kept moving. Like they didn't want to stay too long on it. It was mm-hmm. like he found them in that dimension or whatever and let them yeah. free or something. Like, they,
2: yeah, they like became as like puppies or something. Yeah,
1: it's like it's still yeah. kind of they like, just
2: beca-
0: like I just took it as like he just was able to control them. He's the hive mind.
1: Yeah, right? like, I don't know. I just mind flare. Yeah, it just felt weird to me to connect him to all this stuff. I mean, I get the mind flare connection, you know. But he
0: also, those are like his powers that he's using.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like he's using
0: them to his full potential. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah,
1: I don't have a problem with them doing it. I just was like, I don't know if we needed to make him the thing behind all of the things because now there's more to explain. (laughs) Like, And I don't know that they're going to do it. Because I thought this season was going to have a decent amount of explanation and it just was like, How about more questions?
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, because I think they were like—I
0: feel like they answered some like mythology stuff.
2: So I started like rewatching like episode Mm -hmm. one, and Vecna seems they like just another one of those things. Mm -hmm. It's like well, we Mm -hmm. do this, and then this, and then this, and then this, and you know, one of um, one of the scenes that I really like. In the first episode, towards the end, is the scene where you have their Dungeons and Dragons game. In the campaign or whatever, they they thought that Vecna was dead. And they're surprised that he's still coming, like, that he's still here. You know, mm-hmm. he's missing a leg and he's missing an eye. Um, and, you know, so he's, like, stronger than they thought. And so he becomes then this, like, well, one, they try to kill him and they find out, obviously, he isn't dead at the end of the season. And that's, what's going to lead us into the fifth one. But I don't know. I kind of like that. It's just this one undercurrent of like this one bad thing that is just more powerful than they anticipated. So it's not like, well, we defeated the first monster. We defeated the second monster. It's like, no, you just defeated like aspects of of him. Yeah. Yeah. So, And it, it kind of gives you it's nice, though, because it's even though they're introducing they've been introducing new monsters, it's really not. So at least like if we get anybody more in season five, it's like we just know it's going to be mm-hmm. Vecna or Henry or one. Yeah. I liked it that it was just that it was all him because I should have expected it, but it still caught me by a surprise a little bit. Because I knew that the orderly was going to be one, like, mm-hmm. from the beginning. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, if there's a number two through however many numbers, there's there's a number one. There's You don't just right. start at arbitrarily at two. <laughs> so I, I knew that. But then I didn't expect, you know, him to be connected to Henry and then him to be connected to Vecna, which, I don't know. So I liked that part.
0: Yeah, I agree. I thought that was a really clever way to bury that story within their narrative and the way that they slowly peeled those layers back at times felt very slow but i think it was effective because it caught me by surprise like sarah said like having him be henry having him be one but also having him be vecna like Mm. they're all the same person and having him be the mind flare having him be the demogorgons like the demodogs like the demobats like it's all a hive mind with him at the helm
1: yeah
3: and
0: i think that was such an interesting decision to answer that question
1: like i feel like they would have been a lot easier to defeat when they were children i don't know why he wouldn't attack them when they were younger
2: I'm going to assume that the reason like the Demogorgon came first is because he wasn't strong enough and he's like because he didn't have doors because Eleven mm-hmm. kept closing mm-hmm. all yeah. of the doors. And so that's why, like, he and then even in this current season, he was just going through people's like, Brain. like, brains. Yeah. um
1: Or mind. I yeah,
2: their minds, like their consciousness or whatever. Mm-hmm. um he seems to go after the people who are most vulnerable, like the people who have like bad stuff happen, mm-hmm. who've been affected. So maybe they were too innocent. Um, I mean, I think they're definitely going to
0: answer it in season five. I hope we're going to get an origin <laughs> behind his powers and how he actually got them because mm-hmm. they didn't actually answer any of that. They just introduced the concept that Henry Creel had this ability.
3: Like, mm-hmm. latently
0: so I think we're going to eventually get that I think what they gave us was satisfying enough personally
1: Mm. Mm. I knew that Vecna and one were the same character way early in that episode there's a moment where like I don't know if one changes the way he's talking or something like that it's just like he kind of looked at her a certain way and I was like dude that monster keeps doing that like it was weird (laughs) like there was a moment where I was like the physical performance of it tipped me and I was like they're the same fucking person holy shit and then they cut back to that kid at a certain point and he's like doing whatever and he kind of looked up the same way (laughs) and I was like wait a second (laughs) and then it just kind of all they intentionally throwing you off because the kid's hair is like super dark brown and one's hair is like blonde mm-hmm. so you're not meant to think that they're the same person but they're doing things like the performances of those two people yeah. they're mirroring each other and then obviously the kid that played one played Vecna in like costume Yeah, <laughs> he was like in a big fucking rubber suit or whatever mm-hmm. Um, so he's doing the physical performance of both of them so he like I don't know if it was when he rose his hand or something like that and I was like that struck me as a little familiar and then as they got to it i was like whoa whoa." (laughs) (laughs) so it was cool it was cool
0: yeah and i think that helps the rewatchability of it because i think Mm -hmm. like sarah said you could go back and appreciate those little things those little details and those little dominoes that they set up
2: well that's why i want to go back kind of from the beginning and just see like aspects where it's like they you know allude to things like Stupid things too, which like when Joyce is flying to Alaska, something about oh I don't know if the seatbelt's going to do anything if we crash. Well, Q <laughs> Q <laughs> yeah. flying into Russia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but bef- before we get off of Henry and one and Vecna or whatever, the big theory that came out of this season is that he's
2: Eleven's father. Oh really? I didn't see. Yeah. I didn't see that theory. That was a theory
0: that I actually bought into up until I watched part two. It's still on the table.
1: The timeline I believe matches up if you look at the years and when Eleven is supposedly born. Um, So you could assume that when she was conceived that it's possible that her mother that we've seen in previous seasons and one were in that facility at the same time. Hmm. It's possible. Interesting. The timeline works out just enough where it's like there's wiggle room to say yes or no um and there was a lot of allusions to star wars this season and like empire strikes back specifically and that obviously has the big turn at the end where darth vader tells luke that he's his father uh, uh,
0: what <laughs> robert i haven't seen it spoilers I know, go spoiler i know haven't seen
1: it <laughs> So so, but what I'm saying is there I feel like there's enough allusions to it on that one side of it Hmm. that it's possible because he said that he wanted to rule with her like he had said that Um, he said that he was happy that she was that she was alive and that she was there or whatever the fuck like he puts his hand on her shoulder and says that. Um, So it seems like something that somebody would say and also like he was kind of helping her even though he probably shouldn't have been and he knew that.
2: Yeah. I mean, because, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I haven't seen that theory yet, but I'll definitely have to, like, look that up and, like, look up the, the timelines. I just kind of thought that, like, even in, um, like, a facility where everybody's wearing, like, surgical gowns and, like, has their head shaved, like, she still stands out and is kind of mm-hmm. like the the odd man, odd woman, odd girl out. Um, and so I just kind of assumed he's, like, a predator, and that he viewed her as, like, somebody he could take advantage of to get what he want, wanted, which was to get that yeah. thing out, out of, of his neck, neck. and then but, get revenge. So the thing is, is
1: that the other kids there all have different abilities. They don't all have the same abilities as Eleven, right? Because that's what we confirmed by knowing that her sister was one of them. True. Because her sister had different abilities. So Eleven is the strongest one out of all of those kids, except for against number one. So you kind of explain where she gets her powers from is from him. And then you only have to explain where he got his powers from. True. because Brenner even said stuff about. Oh, man, I don't yeah. remember the specifics because he talked so fucking much. Um, he
2: did have a lot to say. He's very they egotistical. Something
1: something about something about like trying new avenues to find people with power or something like that. So it sounded uh. like maybe he could be saying. We had them have sex to see what would happen or, or something like that. I mean,
2: all you'd have to do is, like, really collect Cause, his...
1: Because Brenner is there when when she's born. So, right. it's like, it could be in see, that facility.
2: Brenner yeah. is, like, so egotistical. I think there's a part of me that just kind of assumed that he was, like...
1: Her dad, <laughs> Literally,
2: yeah. like, fathered all of those yeah. people because yeah. he just seems like that type. But, but then that wouldn't really explain... Um, where they tried to get powers from but
3: mm-hmm.
2: I don't fully remember like my it's memory is like possible. no my memory is like shit <laughs> like when I'm trying to think about like what they did to like Jane's mom and stuff like that was it mm-hmm. what, where with was she on drugs or something or was yeah it?
1: she was part yeah. of like a whole experiment right
2: so I'm thinking like okay like kind of like that MK Ultra like let's just yeah, yeah, yeah. dose people with like LSD so that's that it, it'll be interesting to see if in the next <laughs> season they cover where Henry got his powers, because I don't really picture his mom doing uh, hard right. <laughs> hardcore drugs.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying I'm all in on Vecna being her dad.
2: But you know what? Maybe still. maybe that's just what happens when, you know, Freddy Krueger is your father.
1: That was a cool <laughs> that was a cool cameo.
0: <laughs> I think it's still on the table. I think it's less likely after part two. Okay. But the way that you explain it, I'm like <laughs> I'm like okay, if it happens, all
2: right. I'm yeah, on board. Yeah. Well, I I'm guess we'll, we'll find out how well this conversation ages in yeah, what uh, at this rate these. what like 7 years we'll get a new season. <laughs> Something like that during they're covid gonna be, 23. They're literally yeah. going to be like retiring and they'll be like oh yeah. we still gotta <laughs>
1: <get> <laughs> oh no <this."> the demogorgons
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh. what's what is i'm curious to hear your opinions on because like i know they said that they'll, they might have to do like a time jump to mm-hmm. account for yeah. um their ages. <laughs> their ages because obviously they do not they look like adults every single freaking show has like a 30 year old playing a 17 year old so yeah, yeah. You know, it didn't. Some characters, it was definitely more noticeable, mm-hmm. and made just kind of made me laugh because I'm yeah, like, um, you know, like I think Finn Wolfhard was one who really matured. Yeah,
1: he looks a lot different. Yeah,
2: he does. Well, he, um, thankfully, Erica he got the season
1: off. So, too.
2: Erica, I, nobody is believing that that girl is twelve or thirteen. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, but so, what do you guys? What are your thoughts on a time jump?
1: I don't know how the way that they ended it that they could do a time jump.
2: That's was my right. thoughts. Is That's exa- what I
0: was fucking saying.
2: They're literally standing in a field watching the destruction. So what are you gonna do? Wow, I went to college for four years while <laughs> right. Hawkins was burning. I'm really mad that Jonathan lied to me. Unless he went to the fucking community.
1: <laughs> the only thing I could think of is that they filmed a first episode while they were doing this season and maybe yeah. they didn't even know that they filmed the first episode.
2: Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: they'll use that to get back in and then they'll time jump after the fact. I have no idea.
2: Maybe. I just
1: I don't know how I don't know how you do a time jump when literally they're watching the upside down take it over. How do you cut to are they going to be like dystopian fucking warlords or something in an upside down ridden hawkins well (laughs) and then but then (laughs) like then
2: you worry it's like if they're doing a time jump it's like are we gonna get more flashbacks with bad cgi
1: (laughs) when we were kids
2: or or you're gonna get a lot of like like exposition through dialogue which can be well done but it's rarely well done.
1: Remember that one time when all of that cool stuff happened and nobody was there to see. Or
2: you're going to get like that <laughs> oh, we're or it's not like getting the 80s style away. narration okay. like how right. it op- you know with like L- uh, 11s just giving us the the lowdown yeah. on what happened cuz then well, what are we going to be in the 90s?
1: Yeah, it would have to be
2: I might be, be alive <laughs> in the time chump.
0: They just want to cash in on that sweet nineties nostalgia
1: now. Oh, they got to now.
0: It's gonna be ninety (laughs) seven.
1: Dude, if they jump all the way to ninety seven, that's almost a ten year right? It was eighty six in this season? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was
1: eighty six. So that'd be an eleven year
0: jump.
2: An (laughs) eleven.
0: Kiss from a rose. Yeah. Expect it. Expect it. I want a scene with seal.
1: That's my Vecna song, dog. <laughs> know
0: what flying my Vecna song. Is.
1: That's my Vecna song, Seal Kiss from a Rose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the fact that Kate Bush is like a millionaire.
2: Good for her. Like Girl right now power. specifically
0: in twenty twenty two. That's dude. uh, that's called playing the long game. <laughs>
2: Seri- and I think that's just like a testament to.
1: And she owns all her masters, dude. It's which all is, her money. So it's
2: literally all hers, which it's fucking bad. I'm so I happy hope, for her. I hope her. the
1: Duffers do research and find another artist from the 90s that like, didn't do the same thing. Like, what <laughs> if OMC, the, the people that did How Bizarre, How bizarre? they own their masters? <laughs> And that becomes the song of the next season. <laughs> I just always try. That's like the most random song I could think of from the nineties because it's it, what genre? You know what I mean? Yeah. What genre?
0: They uh, they left yeah. off in such a weird spot. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant earlier about it felt like such an extended epilogue. Like they yeah. could have ended the season like six epilogues ago. Like, <laughs> like okay, and then this happens. And I was like, okay, great, we're gonna fade to black now. And then they were like, and then this happened. It's
2: like, like okay, the And then they're Lord setting up the more Rings. stuff. <laughs> it's like the Lord it's of the
0: like
2: Rings. It's like the Lord of the Rings, the last one.
0: <laughs> That's not something you wanna
2: compare but, it to. No, but I'm saying in the, the last one, it's like they, they had a thing and it's like, okay, it's over. And then it's like, mm-hmm. it cuts to black. And then it's like, oh no, 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 here's another mm-hmm. scene. Cuts to black, oh no, 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 here's another scene. And then they're like, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Here's a whole nother. Now we are in the Shire and he's got kids. And
0: (laughs) that was the cold open. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't.
1: I think I think the last episode, basically the last like what? 30 minutes are just wrap ups for different characters. Like That's basically what happens. It's like the story's over and we're just seeing them in different places now. Kind of starting to move on like for 30 minutes, you know, and don't get me wrong. Seeing Eleven and Hopper get together again was great, but was I watched a whole fucking season of television with extended length episodes and I got it in the last 10 minutes. Like, that's not fair, dude. Yeah. It's not fair.
2: It's called false like, hope. At least he should have showed <laughs> you up. You wanted to watch to Eleven
1: get thing. a
0: milkshake thrown on her, okay? <laughs> that's what you wanted.
1: I did. No, I wanted more of that.
2: Nobody <laughs> wanted that. <laughs>
1: No, but she was so cringy when she was talking about her dad was her hero, man.
2: (gasps) Yeah, that whole scene. Like, I get that they want to make her feel awkward. They want to isolate her. They want her to think like, because, oh, she's like feels worthless because she doesn't have her powers. But it's like that whole that whole scene, (laughs) the whole time.
3: (laughs) So
2: that, It was it was so cringe, though. And then it's like, yeah. why do you need to, like maybe it's just because like I accept the fact that I don't really have friends. I'm like very <laughs> open about it. But why would you take your like this girl who hates you, who tries to embarrass you in front of class? And you're like, yeah, hey, Angela's one of my friends. You'll meet her. It's like make somebody up.
1: Yeah.
3: Be like, oh, yeah, yeah,
2: I have a friend named Melissa, but she's off with her boyfriend in Canada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did that with Justin already.
2: Gosh. Or being like, Come on, oh, Eleven. I didn't have Social any Social cues. It's like.
1: And well, I just. What I didn't like about. <laughs> what I didn't like about it was like Eleven didn't even understand the assignment. Well- like. <laughs> Like I that's know. beyond. Like she's not even. She just didn't even know what the fuck they were talking well, about. She heard the word hero, thought of her dad, and that was it. She didn't ask for. I help. mean, she
2: has very little on one with her actual education. Like <laughs> that's true. She grew she's up in a sterile school. environment, and then you know she went to maybe a little bit. Okay, a little bit of schooling in Hawkins, but it's like she skipped a lot of grades. She doesn't have the best comprehension of like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the English language and like stringing together grammatically correct sentences and I mean just but fucking like Google somebody oh no we can't Google it's the
3: 80s 80s.
2: (laughs) oh I had this thought though I was like could you imagine I was like trying to picture what would happen if like this was set in a different time and I'm just like yeah like Eddie would have like whipped out his phone and been like what the fuck is going on with Chrissy everybody would have been like (laughs) Guys, paranormal investigators, we'd get fucking Zach Baggins in the frickin' trailer. <laughs> Dude, did you yelling. see Eddie
1: Bunsen? He's on Instagram Live right now. That girl's dead, bro.
2: <laughs> People would have security cameras wow. being like, it wasn't me.
1: But, all right, let's 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 leave Hawkins and go um, to Mother Russia, right? Do we have to? Should we talk about oh. Mother Russia?
2: Yeah. Yeah. What
1: the fuck, bro? What the fuck? What
2: the fuck? I. It was important. I think important things happened. (laughs) Maybe I just feel like the Russia scenes were a bit draining. I mean, obviously nobody wants to be in a in a Russian prison camp.
1: We had to go through some weird, like turncoat traitor situation and. A failed escape attempt, and like, <laughs> where are, what are the we children? watching? <laughs> I,
0: Don't get me wrong; it was great. I liked, yeah, it. No, I no, liked it, added, it. I liked it. I felt added, like it took a little long to get that yeah, story really going. Yeah,
2: and it
1: didn't need to take that long. It didn't need to take that long. No, but it once it
0: started that. moving, it was moving, and they could have really reshuffled a lot of those scenes, bumped mm-hmm. them earlier took some of the stuff that we didn't need with 11 out yeah but i digress
2: yeah and i mean i I like hopper like dude did he need to remain alive probably not i'm glad that he did because you know 11 needs needs him like you know Mm -hmm. you can't take everything away from this poor child but there were parts where it just kind of was like rolling my eyes a little bit and we get
1: we get to the end and we have we're doing the same bit Mm -hmm. as the beginning and it was like are you serious and again it was one where we cut away from yuri has this weird machine that we could fly in is he gonna help us like how many episodes ago did we do this and then we cut away from it and we cut back and it's they're still fucking there. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: <laughs> and then it's like, we Let's just broke go. out of a prison camp. Let's go break into it. Yeah,
1: like I thought that that was cool, but like we didn't need to have the 20 minute moment where we had to decide whether or not he's going to help us yeah. again. Like, are we there? How the fuck are we there again?
2: But I did think of both of you guys with the Hulk Hogan t-shirt. <laughs>
0: Yes. I did notice that. <laughs> Popped huge for it. Winona Ryder looks fantastic in a Hulk Hogan t-shirt.
1: <laughs> Ric Flair posted today that he's upset that it wasn't a Ric Flair shirt. <laughs> and then he wrote, woohoo, afterward.
2: <laughs> I don't of get course. it, but you guys get it.
1: <laughs> it was funny. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, obviously the stuff with the Demogorgon and, the, and the, the jail and all of that stuff was good. I just, I don't think that we needed... The run-up to whether or not we trust the guy from Game of Thrones or not—like, you know, I don't think we needed that necessarily.
0: Yeah, it definitely didn't. It definitely did not need to be <laughs> as stretched out as it was. But the Duffer Brothers got Netflix to throw a ton oh, of yeah. money at them.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, and they that's got a to pair, make and...
0: what they wanted to make, and got pretty much to do creative freedom so i'm all for it
2: yeah i mean they must have had a pretty big budget to get like metallica in there yeah just saying yeah
1: i you know i was nervous honestly because i know that that was in the trailer you see him playing the guitar and i was really nervous as to what song that they were gonna use because i didn't know because obviously the lead up to it it's like we have no idea what song he's gonna play so there's like a glimmer of hope in me where he holds up the iron maiden album and he's like this is music because i'm like okay there's some hope but earlier in that episode that journey song is playing and i'm like <laughs> dude if he plays the solo from that journey song i'm gonna be so upset i know
2: i can't picture eddie munson playing journey i know but that's what i'm saying like, that song was
1: like really heavily featured right around there so I was like is that just gonna lead in and he's gonna play the fucking uh but luckily uh and Master Puppet Puppets very um not expected I did not expect that yeah. if you had asked me a hundred songs that I think he's gonna be shredding up there I don't know if I would have said Master of Puppets for whatever it's reason it's very
0: fitting it is
1: f- yeah no exactly considering exactly. so like who's the if, puppet if master for longer than two seconds prior you'd probably be like wait a second <laughs> I know that yeah. Um but no I did I that scene was really cool that scene yeah. was really cool. I don't know for me personally if killing Eddie off his dying didn't have the emotional wallop for me. It was solely Dustin's reaction to his dying. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: I ex- I fully expected um Eddie to die. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I I it was one of those death where you just because even if he didn't die he's a wanted criminal like what's like (laughs) i couldn't see a good ending for eddie yeah and Uh i I loved his character (laughs) i think he was great i think he brought a lot of energy to the scenes Mm -hmm. um it's probably a testament to um what's his face um joseph quinn Mm -hmm. his Mm -hmm. acting but i just knew him and his hair were gonna go (laughs)
0: I mean, it didn't matter to me necessarily that he died beforehand. I was very like, oh, well, this is just a character they introduced in the beginning of the season and not going to get too attached, whatever. But he really won me over by the end of it. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you said, seeing Dustin's reaction to it was more than enough. But I really think like I warmed up to that character especially when he was interacting with the others once Mm -hmm. he started interacting with them, like him and steve they had great comedic timing throughout Mm -hmm. like all of their exchanges and then even seeing him with dustin like great chemistry between those two actors Mm -hmm. yeah so i don't know i think the character of eddie munson was like very important this season Uh, just despite being
2: a wanted criminal well and then that's the thing it's like we see him in all these scenes and we think he's great we see he's a genuine person he seems like Mm. a really great friend I think he goes through he definitely goes through uh, you know a process but it's like he is so like ostracized by the community because they all think that he's like a serial killer he's leading a cult and he's leading (laughs) a freaking devil worshipping cult whatever but, you know, and it's, I don't know, it just, I think that just made him even more sympathetic. Just be, And, you know, especially, mm-hmm. like, cutting mm-hmm. to the end of the season with Dustin, like, talking to Eddie's uncle. Yeah, Like, yeah. just freaking just wrenches. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I thought, personally, like, my own personal opinion on it was that Steve was gonna die. Oh. And I thought. I thought that that would have had much larger ramifications for the characters moving forward into the fifth season. Uh And then you have Eddie there to pick up the mantle. He knew Steve. He kind of saw how they interacted. He kind of picks that up and does it his own way, but like would move forward with the group from there. And they'd all have the memory of Steve and like, would then be avenging Steve by fighting Vecna together or something like that. Like that's where I honestly thought it was going. Yeah. Um and then Eddie died and I was like, oh, all right. Well Steve didn't die from <laughs> similar injury. I mean, they chewed on him for a long fucking time. Like don't yeah. get wrong. Yeah. There were a lot um, more
0: of them too. Yeah.
1: So I was just like I don't know. I thought it would have been way more effective if Steve died. It
2: would have been <laughs> interesting though to see the ramifications of Steve's demise because that would have like I would have I'd be really curious to see how that specifically affected Nancy. Yeah. And then he it would have obviously it would have affected Dustin because they've yeah, had years to connect yeah. this bond and then like in Robin. So I mean I I do think that Steve's death would have death would have had much larger ramifications for more characters and then it wouldn't be you know the death of a cult murderer it would be death (laughs) of the hero hero. (laughs) Uh, well especially because even if the town doesn't know all that he did to fight crime Mm. um, you know he was a football guy and you know everybody loves their football people (laughs) I don't agree with that really
0: Um, I think Steve dying would have completely undercut the whole Max thing. Really? Because Steve's been around longer. True. We've known Steve longer. Mm-hmm. We Steve has more interpersonal connections than, than Max. So I feel like Steve's death or sacrifice or whatever you right. want to call it would have completely undermined the emotional pull that we get from what happened to max and where they go into season five
1: see i think it would just be a matter of how they lay it out and the timing of it because if steve if if we see the thing happen to max and then steve died and then at the end we find out that max is still alive but she was dead for a little while and came back you'd be like oh shit there's a little bit of hope to end on no with that, I think. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. No, I, I mean don't I don't I understand I understand what you're saying though, because Steve has bigger, larger and longer connections into the group than Max does. And, and even Eddie does. Eddie Eddie dying, Yeah, Eddie dying is more of like a surface thing just for it's almost just for Dustin getting mm-hmm. forward with. Pretty it's, much. it's almost
0: like that, but also like i feel like eddie had a very self-contained season-long arc he was very concerned about running he always ran from his problems regardless of what they were and i think he really like admired the people around him when they rallied behind him and he felt obligated to Step up for them
3: because
1: mm-hmm. he never had that before, right? He yeah. never had a group of people be like, Yeah, we're gonna do this together. He was like, What the fuck?
0: <laughs> Literally, <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like his arc was complete yeah. and, and worthy of that Metallica
2: death,
1: yeah. And that scene was great.
2: That was a great, <laughs> that was a really good scene. I really liked that.
1: And that's another song that just jumped up the charts too because they played it in Stranger Things. So basically, anybody—if you're an artist from the '80s—hit up the Duffers and be like, "Please, please, <laughs> <I'm> begging you,
2: <laughs> can I send you my mixtape?" <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, 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 or the '90s. Obviously. But one of the biggest problems that I had with the Eddie storyline specifically was why didn't after everything happen and the upside down exploded <laughs> from the ground, how come no one was like? Yeah, it wasn't Eddie that, that uh, right. did that. It was Jason. Yeah. Nobody yeah. thought to just blame it on the kid who was just beating the shit out of Lucas. The
1: high schooler that bought a gun.
0: Right? God. And, like, gun that control. basically incited a riot and got everyone to, like, go after yeah. this Is kid. that what Satan would do? <laughs> but, yeah, so I was just frustrated because, literally, they. I was like, oh, why didn't they just frame
2: him yeah.
0: immediately. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs>
2: right. I,
0: exactly. I
2: don't even know how like a human being him. like he's he's not scrawny, but he's not like super. Like He doesn't seem like he's a super, super muscular guy. I don't know physically how someone would break another person's bones like that
3: mm-hmm.
2: and pop out their
0: eyeballs. It's all on YouTube anymore. <laughs> Type it in.
2: I'm not. I don't want to be put on the list. (laughs) Or I don't want to be put on another list.
0: Right. Sticking with the breaking of the bones, I really thought it was an interesting decision to have their bones suck into their body. It was gross. Their eyes explode, basically. I thought that was actually terrifying.
1: Yeah. The first time you see it. It's like it's horrifying, it's yeah.
2: especially since like the first time you see is Chrissy. And she's just like so sweet. She's mm-hmm. been on camera. She's we've known her for what, maybe like 10 minutes. And then we yeah. just and she's just scared. <laughs> we don't know what's going on. And then that happens. And it's just like,
1: yeah, oh my the God. eye thing was just like that feels like that's the that's the over the line part is the eyes like the breaking of the bones. All right. <laughs> we get it you're scary and spooky and brutal and then the 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 eye popping is like now you've gone too far
2: yeah i I don't (laughs) like eye stuff eye stuff freaks me out
1: at least it wasn't like every other property in the last year nobody went into a giant eyeball anyway
0: (laughs) season five coming soon
1: season five going into the eyeball
0: 2027 stay
1: tuned um yeah no i thought i thought it was pretty brutal the fact that those were like all doorways that he needed to get through was yeah. interesting. Although I was, I did get like confused at a certain point because I forgot the other kid died that way. So I was yeah. thinking that Max was like the third one and then somebody else would be the fourth one. And I was like, who's the fourth one gonna be? It was Max. Um,
2: yeah, the, <laughs> n- the glasses kid and the sports yeah, kid. The,
1: the newsy kid. New- yeah. <laughs> um, Fred,
0: Freddie Benson, right? <laughs>
2: Mm -hmm.
1: some some shit ready i liked i did like um the visions that vecna gave everybody yes Um, they were those were fucking
2: it was cool
1: and haunting and creepy and weird
2: very um very nightmare on elm street
1: like the tone the tone of the clock
2: that yeah, was like,
1: creepy. That, like that sound.
0: Fantastic was like musical terrifying. cue, man!
2: <laughs> Never gonna listen hear a clock, this a grandfather yeah. clock the same way. And I
1: love, I loved seeing the grandfather clocks. I wish, I mean, I guess the only thing is like there was one in in the Creel house. Yeah, that that's was like the, the clock to it. Okay, yeah. I watched a I watched a video um, of some other like super prolific YouTube, YouTubers explaining their their thought process behind wh- where the upside down is and where our existence is and where all of this other stuff lied. And it was like layers of realities and shit like that. It made a lot of sense. Um, yeah. It's a good one. I'm not going to get into that, but yeah, it was cool. And I think that that's probably the most plausible way to explain it was that using those doorways broke the fabric between the realities and that's that. Yeah. yeah
2: Cause well, that's why I thought it was interesting that when Number, when one is first sent into the upside down, it's like very like it's desolate. I mean, there's really nothing there. It's almost like a wasteland type of thing. But then that's why they allude to the fact where because the upside down is stuck in. Was it eight? Was it 83?
3: Disappear.
2: Yeah. Is that the year? Um, yeah. So th- I thought that was super interesting. And then it's like it's, you know, only Hawkins. So I don't know then like. Like, I'm just try- mostly I'm just trying to figure out if my house is in the upside down.
0: <laughs> but it's just a, it's just a different plane of reality. That's yeah, all. Yeah. So, like, yes, your house would be because it's, it's just a carbon copy. It's a carbon copy
2: from. Ni- I
1: don't I still don't fully understand why it's stuck on the exact day that will disappear. Yeah, I know that they explained it. That's I've like, watched three videos <laughs> explaining it. And I'm still just like,
0: ah, because ah, that's when 11. 11- she broke something the first door
1: yeah but i don't understand why it's f- like i don't know why it's like carbon copy that moment and that's it i don't i understand guess it. i mean
2: i guess you could say time moves differently
1: my my basic understanding of it through that video i think if i'm quoting them correctly is when you see 11 in that void mm-hmm. One was sent to a similar void, and that's where he built the Upside Down. But he he was sent to a different plane of existence, but he's able to access that area. Yeah. He's able to also do the void thing like Eleven, and that is where he built, he built the Upside Down as a bridge from where he was to Hawkins.
2: So he built the city on rock and roll?
1: Yes, that's an 80s reference. We can move on.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm still just as confused, but I, I digress.
0: <laughs> yeah. We can all talk about it in the comments. And you know what,
2: comment, tell me how wrong I am. Please mansplain to me.
1: Ooh, I like it. Yes. She's inviting it. So you know somebody's going to be like, well, I mean, well, I didn't mean I- well, to.
2: Well, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so what was happening was... <laughs> I wasn't in the room when they were talking about it, but yes. (laughs)
0: Let's talk about Max and Kate Bush and using the music (laughs) to keep her away from Vecna. That whole scene, in what episode was that, Seven, where she floated up in the cemetery, Mm -hmm. that stood out to me, and that is probably one of the best scenes of this entire series. Yeah. Yeah. The moment everyone's panicking. Steve is friggin' yelling at Dustin. Yeah. Like he's screaming because they're just kids. They don't know what to do. They have do. no idea.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're all kids. There's but really yeah, no actual no I think actual that, that scene adults. is
1: fantastic. Um, the song obviously really hits a crescendo at that moment after being played in interludes and pieces throughout the rest of the season, or earlier in the Mm -hmm. season as she's listening to it. Weird, though, like, I don't know that honest to God, I don't know that I ever heard that song before this season of the
3: show. I
2: never heard her like, her version, like, the original version. I only had ever heard the placebo cover. Yeah, And, you know, it's like one of those things where I heard it maybe in, like, the Vampire Diaries Mm -hmm. like, as part of (laughs) their soundtrack or something, and I was like, Oh shit, like I love yeah. this. Like I like this song cuz it's like darker, moodier. Mm-hmm. Um but then I heard the Kate Bush version and I was just like, "Oh, this is odd." And then it like <laughs> I think I still like Placebo just because that's a little bit more You're of first my one you heard, my yeah. jam and it's the <laughs> first one I know. heard. But um I mean, there's actually quite a few covers of that song.
1: I made a whole Spotify playlist with 80s mega hits. Uh, Like a few years ago for a Christmas party Was that on it? And I don't remember that song ever even coming up When I made that playlist Like I have hours of music on that playlist I mean I think it only made like top
2: 30 On the UK charts (laughs) But it has been literally in my head Like I (laughs) constantly am singing it it oh to yeah, I've
0: listened to it so many times, including <laughs> Stranger Things mixes of it, where it's mixed it, in with yeah. the Vecna clock and every. Oh, it's great.
2: I haven't but, even um, been <laughs> listening to it. I'm literally just singing it to myself. Like it, it won't leave.
1: I oh just yeah, keep right now. The it's name happening. Of the song.
2: I, this whole time, I keep
1: using it as like a thing. I like, well, you just got to keep running up that hill. I just keep saying it. Like <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I was just so blown away by Sadie Sink and Mm -hmm. like her portrayal of max and like the scenes where she's running away from vecna far and away the most talented actor on this show in my opinion
2: i'm not gonna disagree a lot
0: because everyone is talented
1: yeah 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 like like sarah said i'm not gonna disagree i don't i can't think of an argument against yeah like especially with what she had to do this season she really like um, she probably earned her way into some sort of leading role in something. I like, I was gonna <laughs> s- I, yeah.
2: I was gonna say this earlier, but I didn't want to like jump. It. Like I really hope that all of these. Well, they're not really kids anymore, but I, I really hope all of them like continue acting yeah. and get some awesome roles because you know I Let's would
1: Sadie Sink in the MCU, dog. Let's do it.
2: I would just love to see – or, like, even just – I mean, I'm a huge fan of, like, you know, indie films and stuff, and I just – I feel like I really want to see them in other stuff.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, I really
2: want to see them in other stuff. Well,
0: it's time. I mean, we're getting one more season, and then that's it. So these all these kids gonna are going to get to go and – do something (laughs) else yeah it's
1: gonna like it's gonna be like when the harry potter kids got out of their fucking deals
0: (laughs) yeah so i'm i'm a little concerned with the decision to leave max in a coma and have her Mm -hmm. like not actually be there she's brain dead so i don't i don't like that but narratively it sets up a very interesting idea and i think it's possible she could come back, but it's not actually her. It's Vecna mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Vecna also absorbs their memories and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's going to be using He's, he's inside of her resting as well.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or she can only come back if Vecna is like killed or something. You know what I mean? Like, I think you can or, go either yeah. way <laughs> because I think we also have the potential of Vecna maybe getting back inside. Will. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, I think they're going to set up a tease to make us think that Will is going to get possessed and it's going to turn out that it's going to be Max.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah, I, the only reason I hope that it's Will is because I want to have that kid do something <gasps> before this fucking show's okay, over. And maybe like, he'll
2: get a better haircut.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does get his haircut, Sarah. It's pretty obvious.
0: <laughs> if we I jump to the better. 90s, it won't look like that.
1: Yeah, well, I mean.
0: So, was there another scene or episode that stood out to you guys as being like, wow, like, what actually blew you away?
1: I like Vecna explaining to Nancy what his plan is. I like that a lot. Um, yeah,
2: I really thought Nancy was going to.
1: Yeah, that was, like, scary for a minute. Like, yeah. that she was going to be fucking stuck. But that whole sequence where he's like showing her shit and explaining everything. Like I really, really like that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the using the clock and the sound effect and like the spiders and all of that shit was just so fucking effective. And they got to do so many different horror tropes with it. Like yep. it was really, really, really cool. Yeah.
2: Who yeah. knows how to use a flamethrower? Do they come with instructions? <laughs> Well, Murray knows how to speak Russian. Dude. And use a flame. Murray star. is like that Hold weird on. character who you expect to not like, and then you're like, you know what? All right, maybe we needed Murray to lighten Jordan up Russia a little bit.
1: Jordan left out a key component of Murray's entire performance, and that was his karate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so good. The fucking karate that brings down the plane
1: and Joyce survived the fucking
2: plane okay trip. do you okay do we, you know we really I mean? think they would survive the plane crash and then no. survive a, a no. hike through the fucking snowy wonderland of russia no tundra i meant to say tundra
0: no <laughs> guys r- they're american
2: okay they oh they're strong like american <laughs> Yeah, and
1: the American inmate didn't get wholesale slaughtered after he tried to escape the jail
0: cell. You
2: know what? It was all that peanut butter. Had to be. Uh, Cheyenne
0: wanted me to bring up this other point before we wrap things up.
2: <laughs> okay. When
0: Steve, Nancy, and Robin were infiltrating the the house within the mm-hmm. upside down, trying to get to Vecna. I would have never and made it lights and throws The first Molotov cocktail, and Vecna is on fire, and he's still walking towards them.
1: He's running up that hill. We took the
0: time for Robin to light the (laughs) cloth at the end of the bottle, and then throw it. When she, when she could have just thrown it, because he's already on fire. Because he's already on
2: fire. He's a big match. (laughs) And we're
0: watching the episode, and Cheyenne just goes, "Just throw it." And I just She's burst out <laughs> laughing because why wouldn't you?
2: Because that's not what you like do all with the, the Molotov cocktail, we could cut. Jordan. You light it on there's fire a, and then throw.
1: There's a general wind. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> there's a wind inside this abandoned building underneath, you know, in the other dimension.
1: Can you guys like make a wall for me? Actually, <laughs>
2: you got a light. <laughs> Throw
1: it. Yeah, no, that's a good point.
2: Yeah, that is a so, good point.
0: This season was, I feel like, riddled with little things like that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still one of the best seasons of this show. And I really liked it. I can't wait to eventually watch it again when I watch yeah. the whole show again. Yeah. But I'm not going to do it before then.
2: It <laughs> no. It really made me <laughs> want pizza. Because yeah. I do enjoy pineapple on my pizza.
0: I do too. Yeah, same.
1: Just try it. Just try it. Just and try our su- it. Our subscriber count just tanking. <laughs> please, <right
2: now>. please <laughs> mansplain to me why pineapple does not belong on pizza. Please.
1: But yeah. only if you could do it as a. Um, you have to do an impression. What's the name of the character? I can't think of it right now. Argyle? Well,
2: uh, Argyle. You have
1: to do an impression of Argyle when you're explaining to Sarah why Pineapple does not go on pizza.
2: <laughs> Except for he supports it, so No, I know. I know. Argyle is one of those characters that we really didn't cover that much. He's just kind of I feel like a, He was there. He's there. He had the van. I don't know why nobody when- was concerned that they just took this van. I don't know how all these teenagers afforded the to 80s. drive cross country in that van.
1: They really jetpacked too because it was just like, that's
2: going to take two, that's 2,000 miles.
1: Oh, they're here. Did
2: they even have money? <laughs> did they have a change of clothes? How did they shower? I doubt they hey, could afford a motel.
1: If if has got weed on them, they always have an ability to get money.
2: <laughs> that's true. All right. Him, I will consider
0: him in the desert shouting Nina was <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's just a small woman? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Play. I okay, don't know. Okay, buddy. He he was... He, I mean, he was funny. Some of the jokes were kind of like a little corny. Well, I, I almost,
1: almost want to say thank God for him because the scenes with the traveling would have been otherwise absolutely abysmal. Yeah,
2: I agree. And
1: completely dour and so sad. So he, he was... <laughs> had he not been and there. And like, he
2: was his break because... One, he's just like a goofy stoner guy who yeah. is just you know, him. He's his name is Argyle. Like he's <laughs> named after a pat like a textile pattern. A pattern like yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, he breaks it up because he doesn't even like he doesn't even meet eleven until, you know, a Damn. little bit into their journey or towards the end of their journey. And he just goes along with it. He's like, Yeah, all right, like whatever. Um, so he was like a nice little like break and then we didn't even cover the scene at like Susie's house, which was just chaos, chaos. and I'm like, Mormon what the chaos. fuck? Like that's another scene where I'm like, was there a point to that? I don't know what's no. going on. Nope. Where the parents? Like where are the chaperones? Why are these kids setting fires?
0: <laughs> I, lo- I did like Argyle and her sister. Like yeah, flirting. Was I thought that was so, that was so funny. funny and he just kept taking her side. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, he's got to defend so. his <laughs> it's
1: so fucking good. <laughs> there was but so
0: much packed into this yeah. season. It's so
2: impossible to talk about everything. I'm sure everything. we left
0: a bunch of stuff out. We definitely now did. we turn the conversation over to you. We want to hear what you guys thought about season four of stranger things. So hit us up on our Facebook group, the pop cannon collective chat about it all you want in there. You could also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at popcanon Don't forget the K
1: <laughs> but you could also follow us subscribe to us on YouTube and or your favorite podcasting platform. There's a whole bunch of them hmm. the Apple Play Store, the Apple Play Store that's not a thing. The Google Play Store, Apple Podcasts Spotify etc at all. Um, or YouTube. Just search Pop Cannon with a K.
2: If that is not enough for you, and you really need to drive the mansplaining home.
1: <laughs> DM me directly.
2: <laughs> if you want to slide in our, into our DMs, you can follow us individually. I am on Instagram at Sarah Dipity.
1: And I'm Robert, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Yesball.
0: And I am Jordan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at JL24FPS. So thank you for watching and or listening. We will see you on the very next episode. Uh, and until <laughs> then, we'll see you in the Upside Down.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> invert the video. Jordan, invert the video. <laughs> ah! Ah!